welcome to the SBP podcast, Mobile Filmmaking. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you are listening to episode 113. Hey, everybody, I'm back here with uh, Jason C. Marshall. Jason, how are you? I am well, Susie. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I'm looking forward to this week in a couple days here um, after we publish this on Tuesday. We're going to have Thanksgiving, which you in Canada call Boxing Day, right? Uh, no, actually, our Thanksgiving is back in October. Oh. Uh, and, and, and Boxing Day is the, the day after Christmas. The day after Christmas. Okay, I am so yeah. screwed up on that then. Um, so what is what is it the Thanksgiving that you guys have in October? That's a weird time. Do you guys eat turkey and all that too? Yeah, I mean it's uh, my understanding is it's basically just the same as same as American Thanksgiving, just at a different time. <laughs> Around Halloween. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's sometime early in October. I honestly. Honestly, I don't don't even know what day it is from year to year because I don't I don't I don't I don't even know if it's the same day from year to year. <laughs> <laughs> We're I talking just, to I, a I, Canadian here. <laughs> look, at, I I just work I just look at my work schedule and the calendar and see whether I have a th- whether I have a five day week or a four day week. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um. Well, that's great. Well, in in the um, theme of Thanksgiving. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for your um, what you volunteered to share with all our listeners uh, through this podcast, all the techniques and all the wonderful advice and insights into storytelling through film. I re- I really appreciate you doing this, so thank you. Well, thank you because you've given me a chance to to talk about something I'm passionate about and. Uh... And kind of refine my approach to it, uh, because this way you and I talk about it. So I'm not, I'm not in a bubble. You and I talk about it, and sometimes you ask questions that, uh, to things I've never considered, and that kind of goes into the into the knowledge bank. Oh, fantastic! Glad I could help a little at least. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm learning a lot from you, and I'm sure our listeners are too. Um, so hey, let's get right into it. Uh, what have we got? Uh, what are we talking about today, Jason? Well, today we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of, of kind of the whole process. And uh, we're going to talk about idea versus concept because it's, well, I think it's something that people don't consider a lot. And I thought about it for, because over the last couple of years, my, my friend Julian, who I do most of my work with, he's an idea guy. And, you know, every now and again, I'll get a message like here. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this. And he's just kind of throwing out ideas. But the problem is, an idea isn't a script. An idea is like your very that's like it's your very first kernel. But to turn the idea into a story, there's a middle step, and that's called concept, which is basically expanding and refining and fine tuning an idea till it's till it's something more. If that uh, if that makes sense, yeah. One of the things uh, that we studied in uh, in school 
uh, is uh, how to write a treatment. Right. Are you familiar with that? Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually never done it, but I'm familiar with it. <laughs> so you have a premise, you know, mm-hmm. which um, which is basically, you know, it's your pitch. It's your um, it's it, this is what it's about. Yes. And then and then how are you going to get from that? Right. Uh, which is basically an idea kind of just trying mm-hmm. to connect it with what you're saying. Yeah. How you're yeah, going absolutely. to connect that into making it happen and how you're going to treat the idea to turn it into a film. And it basically does include all, you know, it's, it's part of the pre, before you even get into the pre-production, you know, mm-hmm. and it goes oh, all yes. the way through post-production and marketing. Yep. Actually, uh, you mentioned premise and that's something I'm, I'm, something I'm not going to get into today. So sometimes debating about, you know, idea to concept to premise, but I'm going to hold off on premise till we talk about theme. Since theme is essentially, you know, that's your, that's your deep down. What is your movie about? What message are you trying to convey? What question are you trying to get answered or trying to answer through the, your process of writing and filmmaking? So I'm going to hold off on premise until we talk about theme and thematic premise for, you know, your project as a whole. Yeah, and ideas are are things that I mean, it, you can't really control your brain when it comes to an idea. Exactly. Uh, you know, it 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 could be. I mean, part of the idea is your vision for a movie. Hmm. Absolutely. The um, yeah. So that I said when and yeah, and just come you know, all the way back to to idea. It's they're when so as they come in, I'm sure you're aware they're kind of all over the map. Because, you know, sometimes it's, I want to, I want to, I want to write a comedy or I want to tell a story about, uh, I'm sorry, my mind just went blank. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious, street racing. Yeah, so I want to tell a story about street racing, but I want to tell a story about street racing isn't a script. So then you take that idea, street racing, and expand it into, well, what if, what if they're street racers, but they're also stealing from truckers well then you've taken your idea and expanded the concept and that gives you more to work with right um all right so so we wanted to talk about ideas and concepts Mm -hmm. and i know this isn't going to take an entire podcast to do that but i wanted (laughs) to share some some examples (laughs) of that um because like again there is not a hard division between you know, the idea and the vision. And I, and I suppose, you know, you've had many sit downs, uh, with your buddy, Mm -hmm. uh, Julian, right. Where you're sitting down and you're discussing ideas and the vision starts to form, uh, you know, in your, in your brain, you start Mm -hmm. to see, you know, this, this movie, um, that is developing from the idea, but it's still just an idea. Oh, exactly. The because um, as I was kind of making my notes for for this episode, I was thinking of how our process has evolved over the last. Like I met Julian back in twenty eighteen. We've kind of got to the point where we're we're pretty much working together almost exclusively because we've got a very good back and forth. And what happens is because once again, he's more of an idea man than I am. I'm I'm very much an I'm very much a story editor versus an idea guy. 
So he'll come up with an idea, and then then we basically just start a what if, like the what if game. What if this? What if this? What if this? And then when something something generates a lot of discussion or conversation, we're like, okay, this is that this goes into the good pile because because it's generating more and more more and more discussion, and it's like, okay, this is this is good. And then yeah, we, we and we just kind of go down the rabbit hole and expand and expand and expand until we kind of have the the things we'd like to like to see happen i think it would be a good idea <laughs> pun intended i suppose even though it <laughs> wasn't uh one of the things that i wanted to uh discuss here is i think would be good would be where ideas come from where do they come from because um ideas can come from experiences uh, they can come from other people's stories and experiences. Uh, they can come from dreams. Uh, mm-hmm. They could come from, uh, you know, watching uh, another film. Um, where, where does someone, where does, how does someone identify a good idea, Jason? <laughs> well, if I had the answer to that, I'd be rich. Um, <laughs> I can, once again, I can only speak from this, from my own experience, from the, because once again, I don't get a lot of ideas, but when I do, they kind of hit out of nowhere, and it's, I would almost describe it as like lightning, like I'm. Like an epiphany kind of a thing? Yeah, exactly, like generally, like, like if I'm, okay, like if I'm at work, and I'm doing, you know, drywall taping, which doesn't take a lot of mental energy, (laughs) So it's so it's more it's so it's more more muscle memory. I'm thinking about the so karate I, kid with the yeah. <laughs> so I could so it it's one of those few one of the few times I can really let my mind wander, and you know, it'll just be this weird connection from something you know maybe I thought of months ago. It's like, what if this, and then this, and it's like boom okay, and then, it, it I can only describe it as a rush of ideas all like like things all kind of happen at once in in a very very quick succession and then i'm like okay i'm gonna hop on the phone and and send a message to julian like hey this is what i'm thinking you know and then and then depending on you know (laughs) don't everyone don't tell my boss i don't always put all my mental effort into my work um (laughs) the i don't um, think your boss minds because you're still got a job but you're completing your stuff yeah (laughs) that's true um but yeah so then we you know uh then we kind of just bounce messages back and forth uh through the day and same thing he'll i don't know i don't know what his process is he's just like i he just ideas just he just says ideas just come to him he sends me a message and then we we uh, we just start a conversation conversation from there, but all, but it generally all starts from like one kind of idea thing. And like you said, you know, what about a movie about street racers, or a movie about ballerinas, or a movie about submarines, or whatever the case may be. Oh, I'm I'm um, I'm probably worse than Julian. Um, because I can come up with a lot of ideas for films. My <laughs> problem, and maybe maybe this is true with some of our listeners, right, guys, uh, where you say, what do I want to make? What would be a great idea for a film? And all of a sudden, it's like a 10-course meal that just presents itself in front of you, and you're like, whoa, 
<laughs> yeah. How do I hold on a second here? And then you start mm-hmm. merging one idea with another. Yeah. You know, like the thing about the street racers. And then maybe you mm-hmm. had another idea, you know, where uh, it's uh, mountain climbers, you know, uh, that get stuck on a, on, a, on a cliff somewhere. And there's a, a romance happening and you're going, oh, maybe I can combine those three things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes doing that is, I mean, is there some, some sort of exercise or something that you would, uh, I've heard filmmakers saying, you know, they get these ideas while they're trying to go to sleep or in the middle of the night, or they wake mm-hmm. up and start thinking and they come up with these ideas. And I remember one filmmaker saying, I have to, I have a notepad and a pen next to me so that when I wake up in the middle of the night, I can jot it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I'm always inter- interested to hear how, you know, others tell their story about how their, how their ideas come. Um once again, I said for me, it tends for me specifically, it tends to be I'm thinking I'm on I'm on something else or I'm thinking of something else and just some some random thing will connect in my brain and then and then it hits. Um, I don't have I don't I, I don't remember most of my I don't think I remember any of my dreams. Uh, so, you know, the notepad beside the bed doesn't work. <laughs> Well, I could tell you, Jason, I've had a few dreams that literally were movies. And one of them, I had them. Uh, this is a little tidbit for our listeners. Um, I had a dream. I, <laughs> this is not that speech, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, way, way, way back many years ago. And I had this one dream uh, when, when I woke up from it, it was the beginning, the middle and the end. And I was watching it like a movie. It literally was an entire movie and it had, it had this really cool, the sixth sense type of an ending that really fit, that really worked. It was like, it had all the elements that we've been talking about in this podcast with you, Jason, Mm -hmm. before I even knew what they were. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and all I have to, and it's still fresh in my mind. All I have to do one day is sit down and write the screenplay. Right. I remember every part of it. And I feel like at some point, um, I'll want to make it, I'll want to make this film. Mm -hmm. And, but the, I, I, I do feel like, you know, it's really interesting, you know, when you have a dream like that and I'm sure, I mean, look, if any of you listeners have had that happen, uh, get on social media and and tag me and Jason and let us know because I know it's not very common, but I'm sure there are other people that have had that happen. Has that happened to Julian? Do you think, even though it hasn't happened to you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Julian, let's possibly. get you on. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you should get him on. Um, <laughs> the uh, I do know that he has told me that uh, every now and again, uh, he's like, I, I I dreamt this idea, and then you know, he'll will, he'll tell me what the idea is. Um, but like I said he has so many ideas; it's hard to, for me to keep track of which one came <laughs> from where. Like I said, look, I am I am jealous of his ability to just be like, uh, how about this? Uh, how about this? Uh, how about this? I'm like, 
I've been trying to come up with one idea for three months, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another way. That's actually another way. Another tactic is, um, I know in television it happens where the writers mm-hmm. sit down around, you know, on a table, you know, or conference mm-hmm. room or something. Nowadays it's probably Zoom. And yeah. <laughs> uh, they come up and discuss with ideas for a show or something like that. And they have a bit of a, um, oh, what is it, a brainstorming session. Yes, yeah. And that's another way to come up with a collaborative idea and bring in insights and expand, expanding on things that maybe just one person by themselves mm-hmm. uh, is not capable of doing. And if you're willing to do that with people who are going to be a part of your team, I think that's a great, quote unquote, idea uh, to do something like that together since you're all going to work on the film anyways. Oh, absolutely. A little story to go with that. Um there's I love a, stories. <laughs> there's a Julian has had an idea for like kind of just a very basic idea for a story he's wanted to tell forever, but just it hasn't it hasn't flowed. So uh, one night we went for just went for a drive around the city and stopped at this place called the Lookout. It's basically for the look uh, in instead of the lookout, <laughs> like the hotel <laughs> in the shiny. <laughs> oh wow. Um, I didn't have, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Oh no, wait! Uh, it or, was wait, called it was, the it's, Overlook. It's, yes, it's, it's Overlook. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, uh, this is a spot right along the Ottawa River. Um, there's a parkway that 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 goes along it, and um, you know, there's a little parking spot, and you can go, and it looks over. It's it's up on a kind of a cliff. A cliff. A cliff isn't the right word, but a huge rise, um, looking over the Ottawa River, and you can see you know Gatineau and all the all the city lights across the river. And it's always a busy spot. We drove by one night and stopped, and we just kind of got out, and it was just a really good atmosphere, so we started talking about this idea, and I think just back and forth, we we broke, we kind of broke the whole story in like a 20 or 40 minute minute time period for this, 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 just this stubborn idea that wouldn't, just wouldn't let us take it to concept. Uh, but we worked it out. Then he went home and, and did an outline and like kind of wrote all the stuff down that we talked about. And it's kind of, it's kind of, we put it off to the side again because this idea needs time to rest before you come back to it. Mm-hmm. But the point is that like a writer's room, it's, it's the, cl- for me, the collaborative aspect uh, makes me more creative Working in isolation, I am not creative at all. Interesting. That is interesting. And I think they're, they're, I think you're right with, uh, along with a lot of people. Uh, I, for me, uh, could spend, ever since I was little, uh, I was a bit of a daydreamer. <laughs> um, and I could spend hours in front of a window. And then you would ask me, what are you looking at? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Because my mind was uh, filled with ideas and visions and creativity, really, mm-hmm. just making up stuff. Um, and I think um, there, there, there are really two kinds of people, two, you know, some of them as far as artists, you know, which is where this creative part of us comes out, comes from uh, our deep selves, right? Mm-hmm. 
And some of it comes from the energy around us and the vibe that we get when we're other with other people. Yes, absolutely. So that's interesting. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So let's say we've got the idea. Mm -hmm. Now let's say when we're talking about the concept, Mm -hmm. how does that work? So, and, and, and this, this is why it was kind of, it was really hard for me to, to kind of make notes for, for this conversation you and I are having. I'm actually, I'm loving the fact that you don't have any notes. I can't (laughs) believe that poor Jason is actually taking all these notes all the time. And it bothers me. It's like he has all this homework and I don't have any. I have maybe three (laughs) words scribbled somewhere and that's it. (laughs) Um, Well, I I, I try to prepare as much as possible. But uh, the the thing is, it's, this is another aside, is that, I have an intent to make videos on my own YouTube channel to kind of go with all these conversations and, you know, kind of put my, my expertise out there. But I never do it because when it comes to scripting it, I don't, I don't, I just don't do it. I just find excuses not to do it. But I know this information in my head and I'm thinking I might try it freeform where I just start talking and riff and, and see how that goes, because writing a script and reading off a script, it feels robotic, and I feel like I lose part of my personality when I do it. Well, and the other thing, too, is um, you have to give... I used to take classes for public speaking and speeches. Mm-hmm. You have to read them. And there's a concept of cards, right? Those three yeah. by five cards. And the reasoning for that is that you're using your brain... Uh, and the what you're writing down is just a little bit of a guide. So you yes. have to give yourself the freedom to to basically be a part of your own conversation. Yeah, exactly. And yet it's I you you just verbalized kind of what was in my head, but I hadn't really really <laughs> identified. But it's like yeah, it's like reading off a script like i've i've watched the couple videos i've done where i've made a script and it feels very robotic and i don't like it yeah whereas today i'm talking to you and i feel a bit more animated yeah well you're not the first <laughs> um, um, you should hear my dog <laughs> <laughs> anyway come come back to your your question about uh, your idea to concept and the, the fact that it's some depending on what you're writing the the difference can be like razor thin, but just enough to make the difference. Um, like once again, I, I mentioned early on, I'm like, I want to write a story, but I want to write a story about a ballet dancer. Well, that's an idea, but there's nothing there. But I want to write a story with a ballet dancer who loses her grip on reality and descends into madness. Well, then you've got a concept, you know, black swan. And the whole story takes place in Brazil or something, right? Yeah. You just try uh, you try to answer the, yeah. the who, the yeah. what, the when and the why, right? Yeah. In the concept. Yeah, exactly. And 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 it it comes back to that thing that we talked you and I just talked about, is that how ideas come, they kind of like when something connects, it's once again the best way I can verbalize it is everything hits at once, like an avalanche, and 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 sorting out the things that Sorting out the different elements, like, okay, this goes to concept, this goes to character, this goes to theme, this goes to structure, you know, it, 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 it's kind of, it, it can be hard to catalog the individual items, mm-hmm. 
right. because of because of how if you really hit it, like if you're you're really onto something, it just it just pops in your head and you're like, bam, I got this. Well, it's but like that dream I was telling you about. It had yeah. all the elements. It was like the all the the formula, everything there, but I wasn't constructing it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yes. That's a very good. I like that. And uh, I, I'm worried that I'm I'm not. I, I apologize if I'm not being overly clear on this because this is this is something new I stumbled on when I was thinking about you know. Well, structure is one thing, but we got to go back to the beginning for people who don't know how to get to structure. And yeah. so this thing, I, it, it's 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 a little bit amorphous, and in my head, it's still still not. We'll call it eighty percent clear. I've still got some refining to do on this, but but it's important to talk about it anyway. That idea is one thing, but you need to elevate the idea to 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 really to really start cooking. Yeah. I mean, you need to, <laughs> you can think about how you want to make that cheesecake. Oh man, I love cheesecake. Uh, uh, I'm with you there. Yeah. But then you, you got to be able to go to the store and shop for the ingredients and know what you got to get. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's a very, that's actually probably a really good, uh, <clears throat> excuse an, me. That's analogy? A, 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 yeah. Like, Hey, like, okay, I want to, I want to cook something. There's your idea, but that's, that doesn't that doesn't lead to food. <laughs> so then you're like, well, okay, well, do you want to make a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner, a dessert, a snack? So yes, okay, well, there you go. So I mean, in its simplest form, your idea is I want to make something to eat, but and, that and, doesn't that that, and, that doesn't lead to you eating. And just to reemphasize for all our listeners, cheesecake is great for breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner, lunch snack, and dinner. <laughs> midnight, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And this is the value in, you know, uh, us riffing back and forth on this is because you just helped me to verbalize something in a more in a, in a simpler form than than I was getting at on my own. Yeah, and I'm trying to do this also. Well, I I know it helps you, but I think it helps me and I think it helps uh, our listeners as well, because it's one thing to touch on something and then it's another it's another thing to to really get a grip on something, Mm -hmm. you know, and and this is this is what you're doing for for everyone is because it's very easy to say, well, you have an idea. Well, you develop Mm -hmm. that into concept and people can sort of imagine that. But it's once you start. You say, I'm going to get this idea and I'm going to conceptualize it into a concept, right? Mm-hmm. Then people start going blank. Like, wait, yeah, exactly. how do all, I... Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's a concept? How's a con- a con- isn't a concept just an idea? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. you're right. And there is uh, something I'm trying, I try to stay very cognizant of is keeping this information uh, accessible. And easy to understand because, and apologize. I'm going to pre-apologize to any fans of these writers slash authors, but I really don't like Robert McKee. Uh, everyone, everyone's like he's great, he's great. I'm like, uh, you know what? I've I've tried to read his book. I couldn't, so I got the audio book because it it it's it's too formal, it's too academic, it's too pompous, quite frankly. It's not accessible to the people it needs to be accessible to. And, you know, and this I don't, is, I don't this want to is be the there. Thing. This is the thing that we look at when I studied uh, journalism. 
Yeah, I think I mentioned this to you before too. Mm-hmm. Um, an adult can eat. I mean, can eat, can read twelve-year-old <laughs> uh, uh, content, right? Yep. And and understand it, but a twelve-year-old, right, cannot read academic adult language, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Content and understand it. And so one of the things that that I was taught uh, was write it for a, and it was literally said a 12 year old so that a 12 year old can understand it. And if they're not, they didn't say eight because you don't want to insult the, (laughs) the educational (laughs) level of, of a, of a full grown educated adult, but you also don't want to, uh, you know, leave out people who, uh, maybe they didn't graduate high school, you mm-hmm. know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. They still have a right to be able to read the news and understand it. Well, absolutely. And the simple fact is that, you know, it, it's, it, yeah, I mean, this is a much a bigger conversation for another time for probably another type of podcast, but not, not, not graduating high school is not, is, is not an indicator of lack uh, of, of, of intelligence plus or minus, we'll say. Yeah, and not everybody that's uh, in film uh, has even gone, some of them have not graduated high school, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But the point is that the audience for this podcast is everybody, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. So we're trying <laughs> to bring this to you in a way that's so comprehensive, you know, that, hey, with a smartphone camera, which everybody has, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you can understand these concepts and it doesn't matter what camera that you're using. As long as you have a great story and can make a great film, a lot of times that has nothing to do with the camera. It has to do with no. these things that we're talking about right now. Yeah, exactly. It's the, uh, it's, it's funny. I've, uh, <laughs> look at a lot of my stories revolve around my friend Julian because we work together very, very frequently. In fact, when I moved to the city, uh, I found out that he lives like three blocks away. <laughs> um, That's funny. But but what I uh, it, it's funny because this is um, he would often be like, "You got to watch this movie. Here's what happens," and I'm like, "I don't care what happens," and it tell me what it's about, <laughs> and I want to know what the story is. You know, you know, it's like ah, it's about a you know. Uh, it makes you stop su- and think, doesn't it? Though? Yeah, it's like it, yeah, it's it's about a superhero. I'm like, okay, uh, you know, it's it, okay. It's Iron Man and Iron Man and 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 uh, who's the other guy? Captain America fight. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, but what's it about? He's like, oh, it's about fundamental differences in how they see the world. Tell me that because that's what's going to make me go watch something. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me the meat of the story. And that, that's what's going to entice me in. Um, I said that story because it was very closely related to something you'd said, but not quite. And I've actually lost my original thought. So I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, look, um, this, the, the concept, right, can mm-hmm. be difficult uh, to comprehend when you're sitting down thinking, got to do the concept of this idea Mm -hmm. you know how do i generate that how do i go from the idea you know uh to the concept 
And I, mm-hmm. I was saying before, too, that it's answering those questions, you know, yes. the, the, the five W's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, you know, the who, the what, the when, the where, and, and the how, um, which also happened to be, when I said five W's, you know, I go back, I don't know how I remember these things. <laughs> but it's actually from my classes in in college and a lot of them you know have to do with with journalism because journalists um generally they they're telling you stories it, they're just yeah factful stories uh but and they, and they have to answer that like we were going on a uh you know the press release with the sheriff and we had this exercise with goldilocks and the three bears <laughs> and the story was we have to ask the, the sheriff what happened so there, the what well this 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 little girl was lost and she broke into this house you know and and who was you know and what happened <laughs> yeah. and we he was we were asking him for all sorts of details he had to share with us and that was our instructor playing the sheriff for the press release you know it was just mm-hmm. it was such a such a great exercise you know, That's, it was yeah, so like fun, uh, you know, about the, the broken chair. And we were treating this like real life news. You know, we were yeah. reporters, you know, we were taking notes and trying to get what <laughs> we really wanted to do is answer all those five W questions. And I think it's the same concept, right, <laughs> as yeah. trying to get to the concept of an mm-hmm. idea in order to go from that to uh, to a story, you know, and start start working on you know, settle it, you know, because if you th- can't answer those, then maybe the idea isn't good enough to yeah, make a film yeah. around it, right? Well, and that's just it. And that's kind of the whole point of this is that, you know, not every idea is, it turns out as a good idea. But if you can, if you can elevate it through, you know, whatever your process is, whether it's discussing it with, with someone else or just mapping it all out or just just going to sleep and thinking on it, then if you if you can if you can elevate it then you're probably onto something. Yeah, and it's about also if look, if it piques your own interest mm-hmm. as you're developing it from an idea, then most mm-hmm. likely you can turn that in a way, as long as you remember how to do that, right? With the mm-hmm. rest of these podcasts with Jason, <laughs> how mm-hmm. to develop that 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 interest, right? That interesting you know, factor into mm-hmm. something that can develop into a full length film that can continue to grip you and, and captivate your interest. Well, absolutely. Oh, and I actually, it just popped into my head. Oh, uh, here, here's an, here's, here's a good example. Uh, forever, forever. I've wanted to do a little, you know, a little romantic romance or drama or rom drum. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. So like, I just there's now got idea. what that was because I've been <laughs> listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the first idea. I want to do this within these parameters, but it's, it's, there's not enough there. And then I thought about it. There's four seasons in a year. There's four parts to your script. I could tell a story of a romance from beginning to end over the course of four seasons, and it would follow it would follow story structure. So there's my idea to concept. Mm. I'm thinking of a Keanu Reeves movie that I saw, something about the love letter or something like that. 
Is that the uh, the the lake house where they like the letters went back and forth in time? I've never yeah. actually seen it. I thought it was a great little story. And Keanu Reeves, I mean, I love the guy. I'd love to meet the guy, but I don't think he's <laughs> the best actor when it comes to emotions. No, he's very he, he's very stolid. Very dry. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the film that I was watching. Oh, it's that new one that's out on Netflix, actually, about the, uh, the, the he turns his family into robots, basically. Not robots, but they're, he clones them. Oh, yeah. What's, um, I, I, I'm, I'm actually very much not up on the new stuff that's, that's on the platforms these days. <laughs> so, um, okay, well, listen, so you've got to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the I mean, thing, you, you, you have my interest, that's for sure. Yeah. And unfortunately, so there's a tragedy that happens with his family, which is why he has to clone mm-hmm. them. And it just, you, he, you know, in real life, he's probably not the type. Look, I'm not a screamer myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I won't, I won't, even since I was little. Like, I didn't see something and just scream at the top of my lungs. Right. You know, that scared me. Um, I don't react to tragedy in that, in that way. I think Keanu Reeves is like that times 10. Right. Um, so, mm-hmm. so. Yep. A tragedy happens, and it's really hard to see that he feels it mm-hmm. because you just don't get that from him. You um, know what though? You yeah. know what though? It, yeah. You can, but they you can turn that into a strength because that's essentially John Wick. Well, yeah, but but the character mm-hmm. was that, mm-hmm. and I think in this one he's supposed to be a dad who just right. you know uh should be like seriously crying mm-hmm. like seriously right. freaked yeah. out and panicking and all that and it just doesn't it just doesn't happen it can be definitely a strength when you're trying to keep your mind you know together which i think is how yeah. the director justified it mm-hmm. <laughs> the lack of it <laughs> uh but anyways uh if you haven't seen it it's it's a fun Fun, okay. fun film to to watch, and why did we it. get into that? Oh, because of the four seasons and that letter. Yes, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. The um, yeah. So that, that was just a you know okay. What's what's an example? You know, what's an example I have of my own of taking an idea to concept, and that's basically it. Because your your idea can can be about a character or a thing or an event or even a theme. You just mm-hmm. need a starting point. And then and then expand it to something that can can be a story. So for a horror film, mm-hmm. <laughs> I told you I was going to go into this a little yeah. bit. Uh, in The Shining, for example, mm-hmm. uh, one of my uh, this was the first horror movie guys that I actually sat down and watched, and I was like twelve or thirteen years old. And the really cool thing is. And I'm talking about the Stephen King, the original with Jack Nicholson. Um, <laughs> the really cool I, thing. I, of, I, I <laughs> yes. So I want to cut you off because I've seen it, but I haven't seen that one. I saw the TV movie with Stephen Weber. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, I saw the latest one, too. Um, the Dr. making Sleep? the the after when the, the little kid grows up and he's. Yeah. 
I, I did I did see that. I very much enjoyed Doctor Sleep. Um, that one was creepy. That mm-hmm. one was very, very creepy. Um, I got to tell you, that kid that was in that movie is a really good actor. Very much so. Um, I mean, like, wow. Um, anyway, so, so what was it? Okay, so yeah, you were talking about the seasons. You yes. know, if that, if the setting for The Shining would have been done in the summer, <laughs> a different season, uh, yep. it would not have been as gripping as it was during the snow with the blizzards and, you know, oh, and, and all of that. Yes. And that Very that snow much, yeah. in that season became a huge part of that story. It was like like another character. Oh, very much. Yeah, it, it, it's that oppressive cutoff feeling, right? Mm, yeah, and I mean, like they were snowed in. Like, remember, the kid has to go, and the mom mm-hmm. have to go. Wendy, <laughs> yeah. uh, Danny, Danny. Uh, Danny. They had to go down the, uh, the the bathroom window. They had to slide like. Look, it's been decades, so if you haven't watched the movie, sorry about the spoilers. Uh, but they had to slide down the snow that was all the way up. Now, we're talking about how many stories did that place have? Like 10 stories or something. Um, was it that big? I mean, it was like, like a full-on palace hotel type thing. See, I feel like it was, it was. I want to say longer rather than taller. Does that make sense? Like it, it covered more area, but didn't go too, too high. Well, I think it probably, okay, let's say at the most it had five stories. Yeah. Like there were definitely, there were, yeah, there were definitely several stories. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about snow here. Like mm-hmm. it covers up your house and then goes up a few stories. Yeah. Um, And that's how much snow there was, you know? And so, yeah, they were pretty much stuck. I remember when Halloran, right, the cook, mm-hmm. um, yep. when he had to open the door to get in, and I think it was getting wedged in the snow or something like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyways, so I read the book years after I watched the film, and I can tell you that story was different from the way that it was Mm -hmm. in the movie. And what I find really interesting, and this is something I wanted wanted to, and I I warned you about this, (laughs) Um, everything that we've been learning from you about story formula and structure and all these things Mm -hmm. sort of gets, I mean, a horror film is way more difficult because you have to reveal and conceal at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, that's true. Um, once again, so we're we're on a sl- slightly different page because, like, so once again, I haven't seen the original Shining, but uh, something that's been very popular recently was the uh, uh, Haunting of Hill House. Oh, the, the series on Netflix. Yeah, um, I've only been through it once, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's. It did a very good job of setups and payoffs because it showed you things that you needed to know in such a way that you didn't know you were learning them until later when, you know, at the end of the movie, he's like, Dad, the guy fixing the clock. He's like, son, no one ever came in to fix the clock. And then you realize that these kids have been seeing ghosts their whole lives 
but it was it was the story was crafted in such a way it just looked like people working around this place they were trying to to re- rehabilitate and flip. Did you ever watch the others with Nicole Kidman? I haven't. Oh. The truth, I'm, I'm not a huge horror fan, which is weird because that seems to be the thing that I make the most. <laughs> okay. Here, here's the thing. So the others had a really good catch in that sense mm-hmm. uh, because. I've read about it. Yes, okay. But go all on. right. Because I'm yeah, about okay. to give it away and I'm sitting yeah. here. My heart is yeah, like, no, oh. No, no. <laughs> um, so basically. They're the ghosts. Yeah. And and the whole story about seeing the ghosts, you know, like the caretakers who were taking care of the graves, you know, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They were thinking all everything else is the ghosts that are haunting them. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they're the, the ghosts the, the, yeah. in this house, you know, and for all the everybody else is like an intruder ghost, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're divided by these two dimensions, sort of speak. But it just becomes such a, oh, it's such a gotcha moment at the end. Yeah. You know, when everybody realizes that. But I, I, but here's the thing. So the stairwell, they have the stairwell scene where she Mm -hmm. is walking up and down those stairs from upstairs and downstairs with the little candle uh, and the little candle holder like they did in Mm -hmm. those days. And that becomes one of the creepiest, and then they have this music that goes along with it. It becomes one of the creepiest scenes, but it's also a revealing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so when, when it comes to horror movies, there's so much psychology that goes into it. It's just like in any other movie, but it, it's twisted. It's just a twisted kind of uh, psychology. Yeah, it's... Uh... It is, but it's also pretty wonderful, though. Like that—that that we've talked about this before. That moment, you know, as the audience, when you when you put it together at the end, that oh, I did see all these hints, and then you're like, oh, I get it, and that 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 wonderful. It's almost like that. It's almost the same feeling as when an idea hits you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, oh wow, I got it. I get it. It's a pretty, yeah. It's like a fast rewind in your brain all yeah. of a sudden. And it, it, that, that's, that's a pretty wonderful moment. It is. And that's also very, very, very hard to do because all the pieces have to fit. Just like in any other movie, you know, like a good mystery is the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think the, the horror movies, though, is, um, is twisted because it has to really freak you out in some way or another. And by doing that to you, you could miss things. Yep. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about just this loud bang and a sound, you know, that mm-hmm. comes out, you know, or anything. I'm talking about all these other things, like even with gore, right? You're looking mm-hmm. at the gore and you're freaking out. You're already kind of trying not to look and you're missing other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the director wants you to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like the 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 ones who the ones who have really mastered that. Yes, this is a visual medium. I can show you something important in a scene off to the left, but I've crafted this in such a way that you're really paying attention to the right. Yeah, God, and it's so it's so wonderful. It's so awesome. You know, I mean, there's so many. 
look, there are a lot of not so good horror flicks out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> True. And yeah, and somehow you're still going, why did I watch that? Like, I can't believe I watched <laughs> that all the way through the end. There's a, it's, um, I had it uh, in one of our conversations in Clubhouse uh, before you came into Clubhouse with mm-hmm. us, Jason. And it was the, you have to satisfy the audience by giving them, it, it's like the, the little mouse thing, you know, a little bit yeah. here and take mm-hmm. away there and give them a little more. You have to tease the audience along because if there's no teasing, they won't stay with you. Well, you exactly. Well, yeah, because it's a walk form away. of it, Yeah, it's a form of engagement because yeah. part of and you and I have talked about this. Part of the fun is guessing what's going to happen next. So yeah. if you don't leave, if you don't leave clues, the audience doesn't engage, and it's a far less satisfying experience. I was trying to remember which cartoon it was where they tie a little piece of cheese into a string, <laughs> and the cartoon mouse is following it along here and there, and then they stop. And they get mm-hmm. to almost get a bite or maybe get one bite and then they pull it back again. Right. And, and then they, oh, they got to get more and they got to get yeah. more. But if they didn't do that, the mouse would go away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the, even though there's still more cheese, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's just a part of that. And that's how our brains work. Like we need yeah. that. And you have to kind of please the audience in that way. They expect mm-hmm. you to. They expect you to give them little bits here and little bits there, and they expect you to give it away. And that's part of the the journey of what it is to watch a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. And it's it's <laughs> it's mastering subtlety is really, I think, a really good way to put it because you're right. We got you got to lay out. All this stuff, but in such a way that you're not spoon feeding it to the audience, because when you do that, you give it away and yeah. you end up with an unsatisfying experience. The so roller coaster is another yeah. great example. Yes. You know, they're giving you these little weeps and little dips yep. and things like that, and then you get the drop off. And you think you're thinking, okay, that's done, you know. But no, we're getting some more more dips and then another drop off and your anticipation for the other drop off, you know, is mm-hmm. is what keeps those dips kind of cool. Otherwise, they're boring. Yeah, exactly. Well, Jason, I think I think we did it. I think so. I, uh, I, I think I hope we've we... strung our audience through. <laughs> <laughs> strung them along. <laughs> yeah. Through the concept of the idea. Uh, Idea and concept, I should say. Yep. Uh, what I else? Think so. What else do you think that we may have missed that you'd want to bring up? I, I, I think we've covered. Cause like I said, there's 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 the conversation about premise, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that once we get to theme. Yeah. Which which isn't gonna be for a little bit yet. Cause we're gonna we're gonna have a couple conversations about character next because I want to initially I'd put character after structure. But I found a there's a better approach to that, and we're we're gonna bump character up to like the second thing to consider after you have an idea and a concept. So we're gonna talk about that makes you know, sense. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna talk about uh, there's a couple different things we're gonna talk about uh, character arc obviously being one of them, but we're gonna get a little little more nitty gritty and and down and and think about things like backstory because you need to know. For example, character arc is 
want versus need, internal versus external conflict, but they can't have an external conflict unless they have some trauma. So you need to think of backstory. So yeah, there's, there's a number of things we're going to we're going to discuss. So we're going to spend a, I would imagine probably two episodes on, on character just to make it. And the developing the development of your, your protagonists as the characters to the story, because you know, you and I would approach something completely different uh, than someone else. You know, uh, a firefighter goes, right into a fire with you know with in it from a different angle than you know the uh the the lifeguard for the swimming pool <laughs> yes yeah exactly <laughs> so uh so um, yeah and then yes and then then after then after character we're going to talk about theme then we're gonna then we're gonna hit hit structure you're gonna hit the ground running on that actually it would be good conflict to see how those two would combine the lifeguard and the firefighter <laughs> Um, that's okay. your new buddy. That's your new buddy cop movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, this sounds this sounds great. Uh, everybody, I want to wish you, if you celebrate it, uh, a very happy Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, however you celebrate it. Um, and for uh Jason and your family, even though you've already had it, uh. Thank you very much and happy Thanksgiving to you too. You want to say goodbye to our uh, listeners? Uh, I do. Uh, Thanks for, uh, I guess, thanks for continuing to engage as as Susie shifted gears a little bit and and started talking more about story because uh, you've given me a chance to to share some stuff. And uh, I guess the only thing I want to throw out there is you mentioned this earlier, Susie, Susie is uh, tell us, tell us, how your ideas hit, how they come to you. Just, you know, hit us up on, on the Twitter and the Instagram and tag us and be like, Hey, I get my inspiration from here. Or my ideas come this way. Cause I'm very curious to, to hear other people's stories. Oh, I am too. It's one of the reasons I love, uh, hosting the podcast is to hear, uh, from all the filmmakers out there. Um, by the way, guys, you know you can follow the podcast at SBP Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook, at Mobile Film SD on uh, Instagram, and then you can follow Jason. Yes, on Instagram at Jason C. Marshall, and on Twitter at Jason Marshall CA because someone else has the, the handle I want and I can't get it. <laughs> Great. All right. Thank you, everybody. Say good night, Jason. Or say goodbye. Good night, Jason. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>